Good evening. It is Monday night, another beautiful Monday with the beautiful Zoe George. And the extravagant, the lovely, the radiant, the glorious Inga Stoffels. And no third presenter yet. Mm-mm, but not quite yet. you know what? The judges have not reached a final decision on the new presenter for the 180 degrees show. It needs to be a fair and unanimous decision. So as soon as the final decision for our finalists have been made, we will contact them for a pilot interview with yours truly, the current presenters, Zoe and Inga. So keep your ears close to your phones. So all those that have sent in voice notes, keep your phone on loud, no airplane mode. Mm -mm. Keep your ears close to your phone. Mm -hmm. Zoe, how's your Monday been? My Monday has been quite interesting. I got some of my study materials from UNISA today. However, it was so interesting. They sent me like, I'm doing 10 modules, right? So they only sent me like three because they were like, the others are unavailable. And then I'm like, why didn't you just send them together? (laughs) Like, now now this person's going to come to my house how many times? It's fine. I slept for the rest of the day. Oh, always sleeping. I'm tired. That's why you're so tall. (laughs) I wish if I could grow taller and then I could be model-esque. But how was your Monday, Inga? Uh, how was your night? Did you? How'd you sleep? Sleep. Sleep is for the week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sleep for a week. I love that. Ooh, I love that too. <laughs> no, my Monday's been okay. Didn't quite sleep too well because of the nudge nudge Eish. dogs. <laughs> hey. But um, other than that, my Monday's been good. My Monday's been chilled. It's hot on my side of the world. I don't know. Wherever you are tuning in from, let us know. Was it windy? Was it hot? Was it raining? Was it drizzling? Because, you know, in Cape Town, anything is possible. So true. So true. It was hot where I was. Like, that's one of the reasons why I slept. I was just trying to relax for a couple seconds with the fan on, and I conked out. (laughs) It was crazy. Cape 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 Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Now, welcome to the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. Now, if you've been listening for the past few weeks, you've known we had to tweak this section just a Mm. little bit because, as you know, we were in a very restrictive nationwide lockdown that disabled us from going out into Cape Town or willy-nilly, but for our own health. Yes. Exactly. So we did not encourage you guys to go out, but as you know, about a week ago, uh, after our show, actually, Uncle Cyril released us he said we can go out so i have three exciting places that i think you guys might really want to check out two of these places have been on my bucket list for some time so let's just go straight into it the first one be being go swimming at silver mine as someone who can hardly swim you would be surprised to know that i really want to try this so less than an hour's drive from the city center This large glistening reservoir is highly popular for leisurely swims and picnics. It's the starting point for various hikes, the most popular of which are the Elephant's Eye Cave, the Silver Mine Ridge, and the Senatal View. The park is open all week from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., and it costs 35 rand for adults and 15 rands for children. However, foreign nationals will have to pay double. So bring your South African identification if you want to save some shmoney. (laughs) <laughs> you can find the Silver Mine Reservoir in the Table Mountain National Park. Next, you can visit the Cape Point Nature Reserve. 
This is a great place to visit if you are interested in discovering the rich history of the Cape, going to the beach or even swimming in a tide pool. The reserve is open all week from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. for 12 hours, y'all, so you have plenty of time to get there. But the times are subjected to change in the winter months, obviously, as, you know, older and it'll get darker a little sooner. So maybe you'll just have a little less time, but it's fine. We know you guys can still get there. And then lastly, but certainly not the least, because it is the cutest place on the list, you can go penguin watching at Boulders Beach. It's a 40 minute drive from Cape Town and lies Boulders Beach, a home to serene penguin colonies and one of the few places in the world where you can swim with these wonderful water birds. As you know, here at 180 Degrees, we love birds. We've even spoken to Sandcarp about like birds and yeah. just national protection of sea animals and seabirds. The beach is open all week from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and it costs 40 rand for adults to enter and 20 rands for kids to enter. Now, with your newfound freedom, well, limited freedom, be very responsible, guys. We don't want to go back into another lockdown. Please wear your mask, Mm -hmm. sanitize. You can have fun, but be safe. Yes, exactly. In fact, if you go to most of these places, I'm not sure how the swimming places will regulate the... (laughs) I'm not sure how they will do it. I'm sure upon entry, you will be forced to sanitize. You will have your temperature checked. So don't worry. I'm sure these places are following Mm -hmm. government-regulated COVID restrictions zoe on 180 degrees now into the best part of the show we have such an exciting interview for you guys <laughs> planned i'm so excited for this one we will be talking to sandy from cupcakes of hope now for those of you who do not know cupcakes of hope is a charity organization that uses the sale of cupcakes to help change the lives of children around south africa who have been affected and diagnosed with cancer next week will be childhood cancer day and the 15th of February, yes, the day after Valentine's Day. Yes. So we have Sandy on the line to tell us a little bit more about Cupcakes of Hope and Childhood Cancer Day. Good evening, Sandy. How are you doing today? Uh, we're all doing very well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. No, thank you so much for being on. You are going to be a pleasure to have. I can already feel that. Can you <laughs> tell us the story behind Cupcakes of Hope and how it came to be? So, um, unfortunately, it has got a bit of a sad beginning. Um, a close friend of ours was lost her two-year-old daughter to cancer um, a couple of years ago. And seeing the journey that little Kiara had to go through in her family, um, you know, it, got, it just touched my heart. And I just knew I needed to help other children in similar situations. And uh, it started as a very small CSI project at our restaurant in the Vol Triangle, um, the first year we helped one patient um, by raising 5,000 rand for him. But it was actually such an amazing event because although we worked so hard to raise uh, money, I was a bit disappointed with just 5,000 in the first year. Mm-hmm. But um, I call it a divine intervention because when I um, was told, when I actually met uh, little Kiara's mommy, it was actually at, at, at school, after school, and I said to Nadine, I said, Nate, I've got the 5,000 rand for you, but I, I, I'd like to get involved and, and bless a specific patient. And at that moment, she actually received a phone call and um, she just handed me the phone. And, and that was uh, me hearing about little Keegan. So little Keegan was 18 months old. He was diagnosed with tumors on his spine and unfortunately mm. became paralyzed. Um, the doctors didn't give him a good prognosis. They said he wouldn't make it till his second birthday. 
but I'm very proud to say that last year we celebrated his 13th birthday. 13? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, so this great. is back in 2009. So God is good, and, and I love sharing Keegan's story, especially with newly diagnosed families. You know, no matter what the doctors tell you, yes. you never must lose hope mm-hmm. because God is in control. And yes, and little Keegan, unfortunately, he is paralyzed at the moment. He is such an adorable young boy, and uh, it was such a blessing to, to bless mm-hmm. this little boy back then in 2009. Yes, and then the following year, the uh, the you know our, our little fundraiser at at work grew, and we raised fifty thousand rand. And by wow. the third year, we introduced cupcakes, and we at that stage raised money for five different charities. But I absolutely fell in love with it, and I found that God had put it on my heart to to start and do this full time. And that's when we then registered Cupcakes of Hope, and. Uh, yeah, so just helping one patient um, uh, the first year, we are now blessing about anything between 100 and 120 wow. children every single month. And it's really grown, and God has truly blessed us with the most amazing bakers and volunteers sure. in the world. Wow, I really love such stories, stories of hope, really. Yes. You know, when people or doctors say you won't make it, mm-hmm. you're 13 years later. Yes. Sure. So, Sandy, what is the vision, mission, and goals of Cupcakes of Hope? So, I always keep on saying it's in a nutshell, but, but you know what? My aim was, um, and it was such a uh, growing up, and I don't want to give away my age, <laughs> <laughs> but there was, uh, uh, I'm sure you've heard of Oprah. Um, I, Oprah had a special show once a week, and it was called Oprah's Angel Network. Oh. And during that, that, that time, she would focus on normal people in the community that did extraordinary things. And during one of these shows, I saw a, she must have been 13, 14-year-old girl that wanted to make a difference, but she didn't have money mm. to just go out. So she decided on weekends she would go to the old age homes and she would bless the, the ladies there and she would do their hair and their nails. And, 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 and that to me was a lesson learned that you don't need money to make a difference. All you need is time and a lot of love. So that is kind of the foundation of our, our, our charity in the sense that our aim is to tell people out there that we can all make or bake a difference. <laughs> all you need is time and love. And obviously, the vision is to help spread more cupcake love across South Africa. I say our cupcake angels spread cupcake love, um, in brackets, God's love, wherever we go. So, uh, and hopefully, um, and obviously the goal this year is to, COVID has been very hard on us, but mm. our aim for this month is to help raise half a million rand for our patients. I mean, it's... it's if we did not have the support of our bakers, we would not be able to continue to help, you know, 100 children every single month. And and, and, and our patients are so, so, so in desperate need now, um, purely because um, a lot of families have lost um, income. Mm. So we're not just helping them with medical bills, but we are also helping with the day-to-day needs, you know, like the petrol money just to get to treatment, the nutritional food that they that they need, as well as um, nappies and, and, and stuff like that. So that's where we kind of step in. Wow. That makes me really just so happy, especially about Cupcakes of Health, because as we as Christians believe in, especially as written in the Bible, we want to go out and help people, go out into the world and spread the message. And everything you're doing, like 
it does that. You are spreading the message by just spreading God's love to all these families and all these children through such an amazing way to raise money for them, for their cancer treatments. That is amazing. And it's mostly children, right? Or is it exclusively it's, children? Um, it's, it's, it's up to the age of 18, but uh-huh. we've had a few pay. That's what we focus on. Um, and uh, I started the charity focusing just on children with cancer, yes. but now we've extended and we're helping children with any um, that are in need of any medical assistance. But my my life, my heart lies with mm-hmm. the cancer patients. Yes, I'm so thankful that God has blessed this charity to be able to yeah. just help so many people and even to expand and help even more people. So I would like to ask you about next week being Childhood Cancer Day. I hear you guys are running a very nice initiative to bake cupcakes and raise awareness for the cancer treatments. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please? Yeah, so when I started the foundation, God had put two things in my heart. He said, create awareness and make my circle bigger. So I didn't exactly understand it at that stage, but if, if, if the listeners go onto our website, I'll actually see our logo's got like a heart on the top of the cupcake with a big circle mm. just going around. So yeah. it literally like represents this, you know, it, it just takes one person to be the spark in the community to actually literally then get it all going. But the reason why I'm actually telling you this is it, it, it is so easy to make a difference. You know, literally all you need to do is pledge 24 cupcakes Okay. Or 48 cupcakes, um, and anybody can bake. Our volunteers are as young as three years old, right up to 90 years old. Um, you pledge your 24, 48 cupcakes. You go to our website, which is cupcakesofhope.org. You register your event. We will send you information. We will send you artwork. You can print your own banners and posters and, and just a little bit of marketing material. And then, yes, you bake, and then the the trick is, unfortunately, with COVID, we're not allowed to do any public events now, but we're encouraging people to, you know, um, contact their friends, their family members, take your, a batch of cupcakes to work, and, and ask your colleagues to make a 10 or a 20 rand donation per cupcake. So we're halfway with our target. Our target was to, to you know, get 50,000 pitch cupcakes, and I think we're sitting on about 24,000 as of this afternoon. So... We've still got a, a, a long way to go, but we 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 planning to do it for the whole month. So although International Childhood Cancer Day is on Monday, mm. uh, we are continuing with this fundraising campaign for the whole month of, of February. We, you know, it is so special. We call it the month of love. So what we are doing is celebrating our cancer uh, heroes, um, those that are currently fighting the disease, those that have uh, beaten cancer, but also especially those that have gained their angel wings. It's now time to celebrate their life. So you can do a, a fundraising in honor of a loved one and to show them that, you know, they, they're still in our hearts and in our memories, never forget, forgotten. Mm, so true. Is this um campaign of baking cupcakes, I know the business is located in KZN. Is it limited only to people in KZN or can it be people all over South Africa? So uh, I started it initially started in the Vol Triangle in Vienna Hall, uh, but I relocated to the case that in uh, five years ago. But it is a, a national campaign. So um, uh, some of your listeners might know cupcakes on National Cupcake Day. So what normally happens is September is International Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So the whole month of September is dedicated to little cancer survivors and, and fighters. And normally the last Saturday of the month, we have something that we host 
National Cupcake Day for Kids with Cancer. Um, the year before last, uh, we were at 88 malls across the country, and our bakers fetched and baked cupcakes, and we raised over 2 million rand on the day. And that's how we are able to continue to do the amazing work that we do. Um, so obviously, we did not have National Cupcake Day last year, mm-hmm. but our bakers are still baking, and they're doing what we call the mini pop-ups, and um, and we are so blessed to still have their support and to continue what we are doing. Um, yeah, and, and spreading God's love across the world. Um, we've uh, I call them miracles in lockdown. So one of the miracles in lockdown that happened to us is that um, we were actually able to register our charity in the UK as well in Thank July God. last year. Wow, awesome. So, yeah, that will, uh, you know, help us to bring uh, more funds back into South Africa to help, to help, to be able to help more children going forward. You know, our bakers, people think that, um, what is a cupcake, you know, but a cupcake, we've achieved so many amazing uh, world records. Uh, we have got the, the world record for the tallest tower of cupcakes, which was 10.7 meters tall. Um, that event, we raised over 300,000 rand to help children with cancer. Um, we've had, we've also created the world's largest cupcake mosaic with over 53,000 cupcakes. So, um, I encourage everybody to go visit our website and have a look at the beautiful cupcake creations that our, our angels have created. And invite anybody. It's, you don't need to be a professional baker to join our cause. Um, you know, and everybody's got, if you've got flour, milk, eggs in your cupboard, you can bake a batch of cupcakes. And it's so, so easy uh, to do. Wow. Hearing all those records... My mouth was watering a little bit. Let me know. <laughs> it sounds absolutely Sorry. delicious. I would like, I would like to ask if there are some, this is slightly off topic because I, I love those cupcakes and I can't stop thinking about them now. I'm currently on your website actually looking at some of them and they are, the icing is just, <laughs> it's lovely. But I would like to ask in a slightly different turn of events if there are some warning signs that people can look for to check up if they might be worried that someone around them, specifically a child, may have cancer. So I'm very glad you mentioned this because, like I mentioned earlier on, God put two things on my heart to create awareness mm-hmm. and make my circle bigger. So the bakers are obviously is making the circle bigger and, and spreading God's love. But the awareness, um, what we did um, a couple of years ago with the help of Professor Hill from with Donald Gordon Hospital in Joburg, she's helped design an infographic that we, with the Cancer Early Warning Signs, and we've translated it into all 11 official languages. So it is available on our website because we truly believe that early detection can help save a child's mm. life. So um, I don't want to go too much in detail because I'm not qualified to, to go too much in detail about it, but it is all there. But, you know, there are stuff like, uh, does, your, does your child all of a sudden just start throwing up, you know, squintiness of the eye all of a sudden, um, uh, abnormal big stomach that have now all of a sudden grown, you know, limping, um, fractures of the bone without really um, hurt, not falling. Um, so there are a few signs, and I always say to parents, you know, if you're not happy with your first doctor's diagnosis, you as a parent, a mom and a dad, you know your child, and if you're not happy with the first diagnosis, go for a second, go for a third diagnosis. Mm. 
Unfortunately, um, we found that a lot of our kids are misdiagnosed or diagnosed way too late. Mm. And then the opportunity that they get to get treatment, it's like just shrunk in half. So the earlier we can detect them, the better. So that is a big part of, of what we are trying to do. And we encourage corporates, you know, to print them or even just email them out to all your staff members. Um, it, it, it could really save a child's life. Sandy, you know, um, I wanted to ask, how do you guys find or how do people get in contact with you? Like, how do you find the kids who need help? Do they reach out to you via Facebook? Is it someone you guys know? So it, it comes from numerous different places. Um, in the beginning, obviously, um, it, 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 it started from little Kiara's family because she was obviously going through this journey and she referred patients to us. Um, and then it just grows. Like now the doctors and the social workers know what we do, so we get a lot of referrals from the doctors. But we also get tagged a lot on Facebook. If we, if somebody sees a newly diagnosed patient, they will tag us in and then we will reach out to the family to see how we can assist. There is a vetting process. Uh, you know, we vet all our patients in the sense that we make sure that they give us the doctor's letters to make sure that they are diagnosed um, with cancer. Um, every three months they have to send us our updated letters. So we make sure that our, our, our patients are legit patients and that, mm. you know, because it, it's a big responsibility to work with the money and we make sure as far as possible that the right children get assisted. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and just also maybe listeners out there, if you hear of somebody, remember the name Cupcakes of Hope. We, you know, you can just Google Cupcakes and Cancer and, 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 and they will find us, um, just send our details to anybody that you guys know um, have been diagnosed with childhood cancer, and we will definitely try and see how we can assist. Like I said, financial bills, medical bills, um, uh, day-to-day expenses, yes. and, and so forth. And how can the listeners, like you said, the listeners out there, how can we support this organization? So first of all, um, what we're asking is your time and love. So anybody out there, if you've got a little bit of time and love, please bake for us. If you're not a baker but you are a photographer or whatever, offer your services to us because um, we will find a way that you can bless our children one way or the other. So that, that is quite um, uh, important. But then secondly, if, if you're not in a position to bake, but you would like to make a, a, a 50 rand donation or a 100 rand donation, we do have different projects. Uh, like for a 100 rand donation, we will, we will um, donate a care bag to patients in hospital. Um, this week we are delivering uh, close to 400 care bags to 80 pediatric oncology wards across South Africa. There's 18 hospitals that deal with childhood cancer. Mm. So we're sending them um, care packs. They have got sanitizers, masks, as well as activity packs and um, to keep the kids busy. So you can contribute towards that um, or contribute like a 500 rand donation will go towards the, the children's um, if we do a special surprise for a birthday or it's their last day of chemo, we always like to celebrate those special milestones. Yes. So those are two ways that they can get involved. And obviously, you said you pray. You know, we, are, are we, we could always do with lots and lots of prayers. So we would appreciate prayers as well and, and lots of blessings.
Mm. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sandy. Like this was, wow, I love interviews like this. Stories of hope, <laughs> people doing things for the community, not just for, you know, your own community where you live, but always trying to see where you can go out, where you can help. And, you know, I, oh, um, I really love, you know, these kind of interviews, like I said. So, Sandy, just so that I have it correctly, can we find you on your website, cupcakesofhope.org, and on Instagram at cupcakesofhope? Are you guys on Facebook as well? Yes, we're also on Facebook at cupcakesofhope, so you can definitely find us there. And if I can just end off by saying one of my favorite quotes from Mother Teresa, Oh, and I haven't shared my Bible verse of the year. So there's two things I'd like to share with you guys. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) So normally every year we come up with a special saying or something that that we kind of use, like, you know, either we're too blessed to be stressed or something Mm. like that. But this year, our Bible verse for the year is Psalm 37 verse 3, which Mm. is trust the Lord and do good. Mm-hmm. And that is what our cupcake angels are doing. It's very short and sweet is because I think these times now are so, so hard and difficult out mm-hmm. there and we don't always understand what is happening. But I think it's plain and simple. Just trust the Lord and do good. So whatever you can do good on a daily basis, even if it's just smiling at somebody that walks past you, that person might just need that smile. Um, yeah, so that is, is, is our Bible verse for the year. Um, and then my favorite Mother Teresa saying, which I, I, I love quoting, she's got so many, but one of them is that we can't all do great things, but we can do little things with great love. And that is what Cupcake of Hope is all about. Yes. So I hope this, this inspires people out there to either join our Cupcake Angel community or then just to go out and, and be the spark in their community to try and make a difference. You know, um, mm. times like this is so hard out there. People are really, really having a hard and difficult time. Um, but the one thing that I want to tell them is all you need is time and love, and you guys can make a difference. So please join us or join any organization that that that, that pulls your heartstrings, and, and let's try and, and stand together and make this year a better year than 2020. Yes. Couldn't have said that better myself. I loved that quote and Mm. how just relevant that Bible verse was. Thank you once again for coming on and blessing us with this message and telling us everything you have been doing. And it's just been so inspiring. I'm literally like, it's just so, I love hearing about this. (laughs) Well, well, I hope you guys are going to bake a batch of cupcakes for me and send me photos, hashtag bake a difference, and let's see your beautiful creation. Are we? I cannot bake. Yeah. But I will do something else. Easy. I want people to enjoy the cupcakes. I will do something else, but Mm. I will not bake. Because I want to, I don't want to give you guys a bad name. (laughs) But we have, we have to say goodbye for now. Thank you once again, Sandy. Enjoy the rest of the evening. God bless you guys. God bless you too. Bye. Bye. Wow. That was absolutely amazing. That really Like was. I said, I love interviews like this, you know. Same. And the one thing she mentioned was, you know, helping out wherever they can, like mm-hmm. with the fees and stuff yes. like that. And my mom had cancer and mm-hmm. she like with the fees alone was hectic. Yeah. But I mean, the 
the comfort, like yeah. Sandy also said. We just want them, we want to make them comfortable, we want to make them, that is very important because that's something the doctor also mentioned. Like as long as you yeah. make your mom, she she has to be comfortable. Yes. Like, I feel like she would enjoy a cupcake right about now. But, yes, totally. But um, the comfort is also very important and the love and the support is also mm. very, very important. That's one thing that now, like during this COVID times, which is quite, which is not too nice because you can't really visit, for yeah. example, if someone you love, like your grandparents are in hospital, you can't visit them, mm-hmm. support them, comfort them. Yeah. So what is there? It made me think a lot, like what is there that they are holding on to? Because sometimes mm-hmm. it's just that hope that yeah. makes them want to fight. But when they see no one's visiting, no one's mm-hmm. comforting, it's kind of like a, Oh, you know, yeah. it's difficult. It must be difficult. Indeed. I totally agree with you. Like, as much as Zoom helps, it's it can never replace in contact meeting yes. with someone. Especially for all the people who may not exactly know how Zoom works. But, yeah, but like, I really am glad that we yeah. had today's interview hearing about the children with cancer. Just how close it is and how it has resonated with you and hopefully... With some of our listeners, it has also resonated quite well. But for now, we're just going to go into the Mystery Bible Quiz. And I hope you guys can really reflect on the things we spoke about today. It's just so very relevant. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. We are in the section of the show of the Mystery Bible Quiz. So, tonight's question is... This is for you, Zoe. (laughs) So, everyone listening out there, tonight's question goes like this. What tribe is Paul from? I tried not to make it an easy question. I I thought, okay, let me get the, the... Theologians, theological. Theologians. I don't know what that means. <laughs> theologians. <laughs> uh, you can SMS us that word. <laughs> so the question is, what tribe is Paul from? And you can SMS, you can send a WhatsApp to 081-729-1657. That's 081-729-1657. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook today. I am Radio. We are actually 10 minutes away from 8 o'clock right now. Oh, so quick. I was going to say, I thought you said from the bay. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, my. I... Speaking of bay, Ooh. we posed a question. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we did not see that coming. <laughs> Let me just leave the studio real quick. <laughs> so we posed a question, the Bible quiz question. Oh, and the question was, what tribe is Paul from? Now, we got a lot of SMSs, Zoe. We really Read did. We got a couple of names over there. We got one from a Whitney. And Whitney, you got it correct. You got it Whitney. fun. Whitney. Whitney Souls, you got it correct. Yes. Yes, you did. We also got one from a Vivacious. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I haven't read in a long time. But Vivacious, you are also very correct. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So, the moment we've all been waiting for. What tribe was Paul from? Mm. The answer is Benjamin, the tribe of Benjamin. Mm-hmm. And if you are like, no, show me proof. 
you can look at Philippians 3 and to be more specific, verse 4 to 8. Mm-hmm. Check it out, y'all. Now let's go straight into the happy health tip. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Indeed they are, and they always will be. Mm -hmm. And this Valentine's Day... <clears throat> Husband, wink, wink, nudge, mm. nudge. Some chocolates would be great. Yes, <laughs> International Valentine's Day gift. It's like a standard. Mm. If you exactly. didn't, even if you don't give it to someone, chocolates will be on sale. I think after Valentine's Day. So if you don't take advantage of that, mm. then you know like, what? if I don't get chocolates, I'm gonna buy myself chocolates. Indeed. <laughs> even me, I'm probably gonna end up buying myself chocolates this Valentine's Day. Speaking of chocolates, today's happy health tip goes like this seven ways to get your diet off to a good start so i know we've been speaking about detoxing about exercising about your skin about everything everything mental health we've been speaking about healthy eating but now these are seven ways to get your diet off to a good start i think for all of us it's just that starting point mm-hmm. that is a bit hectic and a bit you know like oh yes so number one is follow a healthy eating plan a healthy eating plan should include foods you enjoy, along with plenty of healthy, not too processed foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, low-fat, dairy, lean meats, seafood, beans, and nuts. Number two, take baby steps. Mm-hmm. Change is hard. Making small, gradual changes in your eating patterns is the best way. So take baby steps. Number three. That's I like to take <laughs> when it comes to healthy things. <laughs> Your first step. Don't buy chocolate for <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> Number three. Set realistic goals. Most people who need to lose weight often set lofty goals. So they Ooh. set hectic goals. Mm. Dreaming of fitting into clothing sizes that may not be realistic yet. Did you know that losing as little as 5 to 10% of your body weight can improve the way you feel, can put a zip in your step, and most importantly, it can improve your health. So don't mm-hmm. be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Take that baby steps, but also set realistic goals for yourself. Indeed. Number four, reward. Don't punish. Mm-hmm. To keep motivation high, reward yourself after reaching mini goals. But don't now, guys... And Zoe, this is for you. (laughs) I was going to say, don't I say I jog this morning. I'm going to have spur tonight with dessert and a waffle tomorrow. I don't know. That kind of like, that's lining up for me. Especially (laughs) if I jog tomorrow as well. Like, (laughs) Number five, get a buddy. Support is an essential part of a successful weight loss program. Yes. Number six, track your meals. Successful losers, okay, I know that sounds, they mean losers of weight. Know how to, know how important it is to document what and how much they eat so that you can always keep track of it. The simple act of writing it down is a powerful tool that can keep you, that can actually help keep you in control. And then the last one, okay, this is for me. Add exercise. Eating healthfully. 
and cutting calories is only half the formula. And I've mm. heard this so much. Like people will exercise, but their diet will still be the same. Or people yeah. will diet, but you're not exercising. Mm-hmm. So the two work hand in hand. Remember that for your happy health tip this Monday. So true. So true. And just like that, we've come to the end of another beautiful Monday on yeah. 180 degrees. We're at the bottom of the clock so quickly. The time... As I always say, because I mean it, it really flew by. Yeah. I wish we had more time to spend with you guys, but unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye for now. This has been 180 Degrees. Signing Signing out. out. 180 Degrees on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM.